Hey folks, it's Davin here. Welcome to the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. I'm very glad to have you this week. I'm in the clinic today and I learn a lot from my patients. I catch myself saying things that I wouldn't normally say to myself. Not because I don't believe them, but because I'm notoriously, notoriously bad at following my own advice. Today's podcast episode is just as much for you as it is for me. What am I talking about now? Well, the question I have for you and for me is, do you apologize enough? I know that I don't do it as much as I should. And this year, I want to live more authentically by being deliberate about being authentic. And I think that means taking responsibility for the bad things that happen and also the good things that happen. You know, giving myself a break when, you know, outcomes are less good than I would like them to be, for example. Take And, and, and being accountable for things when things are, are, are bad, which means I have to learn to apologize more especially when it comes to people that I care about. I think um, I'd like my kids to to learn this stuff. And so it's entirely hypocritical for me if, if I don't do the same. You know, it's hypocritical if I demand something from my kids, such as an apology for something that they might have done in the heat of the moment to each other. And then I don't do the same when I say you know, foul words, or if I raise my voice, or if I say something passive-aggressive. In the heat of the moment, I mean, I might get some kind of twisted satisfaction from saying such toxic, unhealthy things. I mean, at the end of the day, they're toxic, unhealthy things. They're not good for anyone. In the words that can come out of our mouths from a fight with the loved ones, if they cause some hurt or offense, if we leave if we leave um, the fight unresolved, you know, if we don't mend the relationship, little nicks in the fabric of your relationship over time can cause a rift. Sometimes it takes years, but sometimes that rift is, sadly, for some people, very difficult to repair. Prevention is better than cure. Once a fight is over with a loved one, you know, it's not easy to um, to check ourselves. For example, and my, my kids sometimes have fights over who gets to sit next to mum and dad, or, you know, who gets to choose the, the film for, for movie night, or my little one likes to use words, uh, likes to call, call big sister dumb, 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 or, you know, dumb head, uh, which, which is kind of of cute in the moment but you know it's not so cute when if she carries on with that sort of um language as she gets older and you know i have to look at myself as well because i'm i'm guilty of saying similar things maybe not so obvious you know it's under my breath i might say things so after a fight you know a good piece of advice is to ensure that you try and cool off before you say anything you might regret later i encourage you to check out episode four in the podcast lineup on emotional storms it's not just for kids you know it works for adults as well and big kids to my point we need to repair uh, any damage big or small so first to start mending the relationship we have to be able to see things from the other person's point of view we need to be able to 
increase our sensitivity to other people's feelings and, and thoughts. If you remember a few pod, uh, podcast episodes I, I, um, ago, I, I mentioned, you know, ensure that you have lots of bedtime chats with your kids. That's probably the best time to, 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 to catch them, you know, in that moment of uh, quiet relaxation before bed and have lots of bedtime chats and um, things are more likely to sink in when you do that. And you might have to do that lots of times. To, uh, you know, if you're teaching them a, a lesson, lots of bedtime chats is really, really one of my, my top tips, if you want to put it that way. Now, after the fight, you don't want to force an apology because that's just going to breed resentment. And it's going to mean it's unpleasant, which then reinforces this negative behavior of not apologizing. You know, it doesn't feel good to apologize. So why should I? So cool off period. Sometimes it means time out from each other. But once that happens, um, and you can use different methods of, of cooling, cooling off. The first thing is you want to help the child to see things from the other person's point of view. Paint a picture for them. So this is what I might say to my four-year-old if she's, you know, wronged her bigger sister or vice versa. So let's imagine my four-year-old's um, wronged my, uh, her, her big sister. By the way, my kids aren't, uh, she's not four, but, you know, just, anyway, I just want to keep my privacy. But okay, okay. I'll just illustrate. She's four. Let's imagine she's four. She's um, got the remote control. She snatched it off her sister. And then her big sister's hit her in the arm. And then I scold my, my, uh, my, my oldest daughter. How dare you? That was not, that not fair. And then she says, it's not fair. She, she took the um, remote off my hand. She snatched it and then she called me a dumb head. And I say, be quiet, go to your room. You don't hit. Obviously, I could have done better, right? This is not an unfamiliar situation. The best thing to do is to separate them. Easier said than done, I know. Separate them. Let's have a cooling off period. Once the... the okay, so let's say that you've done the cooling off period. Everyone's calm. Now you paint that picture. Big daughter. Imagine that you're four. You know, you're... You've come home from school, from preschool, you're tired, you're looking forward to movie night, and then, um, you know, your big sister says, no, let's watch this other movie. How are you going to feel? Of course you're going to get angry, right? And because you don't have the words to express your anger, what are you going to use next? You're going to use your, your hands, your fists, right, to express your displeasure, and then you might ask questions, you know, what was wrong with that? Why was it right? Give me one reason for why it would, why you think it's right or wrong. Let's chat about that, you know, and do that at bedtime lots of times. And then with the person that was wrong, do you want to teach them about forgiveness? Because if we hold on to hard feelings, um, it turns us into stone and stone is cold. It's fine if you want to be cold, but that's unpleasant and it's... Um, it robs you of uh, really enjoying life because you're stuck um, with these heavy sorts of feelings and um, it causes you to sink. You know, you, you're not able to float in life because you're weighed down by all these um, hurts and feelings that you've been wronged. So by apologizing, uh, we learn how to let go and lighten ourselves. Um, 
This is not easy stuff, but the younger that you start your kids thinking about these things, the easier it gets. I, I hope talking about this was of some use to you. I, I know that it's not easy to forgive and to, to apologize. Uh, you know, there's something inherently difficult about that, I think, because it means that we have to force ourselves to feel vulnerable. But I want to tell you that that vulnerability or that willingness to be vulnerable actually signals strength. And in the eyes of the person that you're forgiving, more, more, more likely than not, it increases their respect for you as a person. I hope that was encouraging and reassuring. Um, join me next week for another episode here on the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please rate and review. Um, a five-star rating goes a long way, by the way, because then it means it shows up more in people's searches, and you can, you know, and we, people are more likely to listen to it and be impacted by it. Um, so yeah, thanks a lot for uh, hanging out with me today, and I look forward to bringing another idea to you next week. Peace to you guys. Travel well. See ya.